Microphone chest. Microphone chest? Micro- microphone chest. Sounds like a weird ass My Hero Lady Microphone line. Mm. She's like a microphone, but she has big titties. Yeah, every microphone that's has big what, titties. That's what that's what it takes to make a female Digimon. Usually, <laughs> big titties, big titty, Blazonka. thing plus big titty. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna come back in with so anyway. I'm keeping that that in because that was funny. Yeah, we're a laugh riot. We are. We are. We, we are. have gotten so much love and support in yeah. our like little brief hiatus, but we're back. We are um, back. I. Decided to take a month off from doing literally anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, now I'm back to work after taking the summer off. And that's a thing. But we have... And uh, Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet took over my life again for a little while. Because I, for the first time in my life, I completed the Pokedex. Wait, that was your first time ever? Yeah. <gasps> and I got to bear witness. Yeah. So I'm trying to do it, but I'm not I'm succeeding. ready for the DLC to come at me, and I will be playing Pokemon until there's new Digimon game news. Yeah. So, so tweet at us about Pokemon as well. But you can talk to me about anything, but I would, if, if you have reached out to us either through Twitter or Instagram or our email, which mm-hmm. is pod at gmail.com, that's T-W-O. Yeah, we have a... I didn't realize that people... Didn't quite get that it was two gays, like, because there's two of us. Yeah, not that we're too gay, as in, like, Some people thought that. Some people thought that at first. But uh, we've also missed a lot of Digimon news. Uh, Huge stuff. Yeah. Uh, They're re-releasing a re- They're releasing a re-dub of Digimon the movie, the original English film, uh, with an all-new updated dub. Mm -hmm. So I hope that includes the soundtrack. I'm still not clear um, that is happening. Oh, like with bare naked ladies and yeah, I want I need the bare naked ladies and all like the pop punkness of Digimon the movie. The Smash Mouth on that? Yes, All Star. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Steve yeah. Hartwell just passed away. Yeah, and Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett's not on the Digimon soundtrack, is he? I wish. Listen, I think that Agumon <laughs> has wasted away in Margaritaville once or twice. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't think it's Agumon. No, I... it's Arakanimon and Mummymon. Yeah, sure. absolutely. <laughs> They're the only Digimon that are legally old enough to drink. Yeah. But also, for the first time ever, we are getting an English release of these three movies that were combined to make the original Digimon movie. Mm -hmm. Because originally it was like, oh, they had to compete with Pokemon, the movie. So they combined those three films that were too short to be like a theatrical release in the English market Mm -hmm. into Digimon, the movie. So we are getting a release of the Digimon Adventure short, which is like the prelude of the Battle of Heightened View Terrace that all of our Digidestin witnessed. Witnessed. Oh yeah. Our war game, which includes the Digidestin, specifically Ty and Izzy, and then Matt and TK uh, fighting on the internet to stop Diaboramon from uh, launching nuclear missiles. It's just a giant like RuneScape battle. <laughs> um, no, but it, the way they depict the internet is pretty cool. Oh, I'm yeah. excited, excited to see that. Uh, and Hurricane Touchdown, which is the Zero Bro 2 movie, which includes all of our Digidestined from the Zero 2, what we're covering right now, traveling to America. Um, so I have a question. When they released in America, like, the combination of those three films that only came out in Japan, mm-hmm. is it the entirety of each of them, or is it, like, segments of them? Oh, it's not clear at all. There's a lot of stuff cut and stuff to make it flow better like 
I first of all I lied because Ken is not like included in the Zero Two movie at all because it takes place like before he joins the digestions, I think. Oh. Unclear. And then also like it's not ex- like I didn't even know that those were the first three like the first three movies combined until I like was a little older and was like exploring the Digimon fandom on the internet for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I like there's a whole plot line in Hurricane Touchdown that this evil or this Digimon who's been like corrupted by evil kidnapped the original Digimon, like Ty and Matt uh-huh. and them, and like it just says that like they're going to like. Tiki and Kari are already in America to visit Mimi. Mm-hmm. They're going to, like, find Mimi. Like, they're going to, like, look for her, like, to warn her or something that that's happening. Okay. Um, but it, it clearly is, like, prior to them kind of discovering, like, that the Digiport, like, the Digiports can, like, take them anywhere or whatever. So. They're kind of weird. So, we're, so it's will be edited. Yeah. So we'll be able to, we'll learn more about it together. Yeah. I mean, I I'll mean, see it for the first time. Yeah. The, I mean, it's going to be for the first time that I've watched it, because, like, I said before, I've never actually watched any of Digimon Adventure anything. Okay. Um, I just want to clarify. I meant I've never seen Digimon Adventure subbed anything. I've clearly watched Digimon Adventure dubbed. And I've seen a few episodes of the reboot subbed. But that's it. I clearly love dubbed Digimon Adventure. Otherwise, you would not be listening to this podcast. I've seen, like, some episodes of the reboot, uh, but I've never watched, like, the original adventure dubbed or anything, so that'll be cool. And they brought back most of the original voice cast of those who are still with us. Oh, good. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm going to be a little bit hesitant, but they did bring in a new voice for Mimi, so. Did Mimi's voice actress pass away? Yeah. yeah and right. also a new voice for Cody, too. Oh, yeah. So, anyway... I'd also like to give a huge shout out to our listener at Donnie Mon on Instagram for the information that they gave, that he sent to me about our after our last episode where we had a lot to say about the kind of weirdness of like the DNA evolution pairs like not being intuitive intuitive or like even well thought out like. So, according to what he sent me, I didn't really do any further research, because again, I am uh, not paid to do this. (laughs) And I trust in my fellow DigiDestin to give me good information. Of course. But he informed me that there were, uh, there was a lot of production infighting on Zero Two, with one showrunner wanting to focus on Davis and TK as a rivalry. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other wanting to focus on Ken. Which would explain... Davis and TK makes more sense to me than Davis and Ken, honestly. Because in my opinion, like, obviously we got what we got, but the DNA evolution pairs that make the most sense are Davis and TK, where it spent, like, we've spent so long of them being rivals. Mm -hmm. And them coming together to form, like, a holy dragon would be really cool. And then Kari and Ken together. Oh, I was going to say something else. As like, um, because they have that bond of the dark ocean. That's true. They do have that. I, w- I was thinking maybe Yoli and Ken because like, oh, that could like, be like, as like the, she like, how they're crush on him. Yeah, yeah, how that kind of manifests in the end. And then, um, I would say Cody and Yoli because they already have a pre-existing relationship. 
yeah, Cody and Yoli would also make a lot of sense. But anyway, uh, follow at Donimon on Instagram. He has really cool art reimagining Digimon in his own style. To me, it looks kind of like Digimon of Gundams, which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So any, let's get into these episodes, Yes. Shall Ep- we? What episodes are they? Today we'll be covering four episodes mm-hmm. because we want to. Well, and it makes sense narratively. Yeah, and we'll be uh, covering episodes 34 through... 37. 37. Get into it. So, get into it. <laughs> what was that voice? That's my um, drag race villain voice. <laughs> so, episode 34, Destiny in Doubt slash Protect the Holy Point. Protect the Holy Point? Yeah. That's cool. I wonder if, like, instead that of being biblical. the Destiny Stones... In Japanese, they're called, like, the holy points. Oh, maybe. Especially because, like, the the ring around it looks very, like, ang- it looks like An- Anjumon's, like, kind of rings. It looks like, um, and, like, Gachamon's tail ring. Yeah. yeah. So, we start with Yoli recapping her weird class trip to Kyoto. Yeah. Um, oh, first of all, I'd like to say, welcome to the stage, Destiny Stones! I also put that in my note. I wrote... Destiny Stones. Okay, Diva. <laughs> and then we like start off with some Black War Greymon angst mm-hmm. and some jokes from Mom and Dad or Kenny Mon and Mummy Mon. Uh, I didn't really write anything specifically that they said because Black War Greymon, I do think he's an interesting character for the narrative. Mm-hmm. I do think he constantly is saying the same things over and over again. Yeah, and it's very emo. Which I think probably worked. I think that a lot of issues that maybe were hidden with the narrative when I was a child watching this and Mm -hmm. then I was still a child when I watched it like over and over again and now as an adult I'm like who's watching this I'm able to like comprehend things on a better level because I'm older wiser but also like I'm watching this on streaming and I can sit and watch four episodes consecutively because uh-huh. I'm an adult where like beforehand I was watching this whenever I could on TV or I was finding it in different parts on YouTube. So it's interesting to see how like, oh, the narrative is clearly what Black or Greymon is angsting over the same yeah. things over and over again. And then, he like, is, what's my purpose in life if not to destroy? What is my purpose? Who are you to tell me? Like, my purpose to put on black eyeliner in vans yeah. and go hang out at the mall for six hours but not buy anything. When he was black, war, gray. Where are you? <laughs> Him at the Destiny Stones. Yeah. <laughs> Blake, when are you? Please don't sue us. Please don't copyright us. Thank you very much. Our Kennymon made me in the city. <laughs> um, <laughs> made me from a spire. Yeah. So then we cut to the real world where the little babies are snacking in the computer room. Yeah, and David's does a little dance. He's yeah. like, say something for me! You guys can't see me dancing, but he dances all goofy. Yeah, he's, he's a silly goofy guy. Yeah. We do more recap of the Digimon appearing in Kyoto, and Yoli brings up a tale that they talk about of like seeing monsters on Halloween, which immediately was like, what? Because <laughs> Digimon, especially in this Zero Two era, Digimon always was like, oh no, these kids are from Japan. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this before, where like they do this thing where like they definitely have Americanized the show more. So I was like, do they have Halloween in Japan? They do. Cool. Uh, but it is mostly celebrated through parades and costume parties, street events and stuff like that. Not like trick-or-treating. Um, not literally trick-or-treating. A lot of, uh, and obviously it's a very Western holiday. 
it's not celebrated with as much fanfare as traditional Eastern holidays. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's the it's mostly heavily brought up by the expat population in Japan and China. Oh, and interesting. Like so that was interesting. It was interesting yeah. to hear about a lot. Like, well, then Kari like explains her theory. Oh, I think that we were that what I was gonna say was that like a lot of a lot of theme parks celebrate Japan oh, like sorry. Um, Halloween. Including a Tokyo Disney, the first Halloween celebration in Tokyo Disney being in 1987. So within time to have been experienced by the Digidestined. Yeah, maybe it was like the hot, trendy new thing. Yeah. So then they start talking about like a multiverse theory. Yeah, I wrote Kari Kamiya and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I oh, I. Mm. So <laughs> my favorite part about this is that they like are describing it like. Our, like, the human world is one layer. Oh. We're recording in our living room again because we've had a special guest um, staying with us for a, a while. But um, in our my little recording area slash craft room is now occupied. So we are joined by our cats. Mm-hmm. And so if you hear anything, that's what it is. We hear any jingle jangles. Also, there's like a thunderstorm happening outside because we're like fun and adventurous and like having yeah. a... We're actually recording from in the thunderstorm. Yeah. We're outside. From the eye of the storm. Yeah. So, it's raining. Anyway, they are talking about this multiverse theory where like on one plane of existence is the human world and then the digital world. And then Kari adds that the dark ocean is must be another world. And then TK is like, well, actually, I think that there are probably multiple universes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you are correct, sir. And one's off kilter. So it's like intersecting. No, they keep using the phrase, the plane is off kilter. Yeah. And I was like, do you think that this was a joke with the dub? Like, writers like do you like, think that, like to be this specific like to them because they keep repeating the phrase the pl- plane is off kilter and they keep repeating it like moment after moment so i wonder if that was like wouldn't it be funny if we kept saying this <laughs> the plane is off kilter yeah yeah they yeah, they bring up a multiverse theory courtesy of kari and gashaman i think it would have been nice for our woman in stem to not question it but go off it makes sense for kari to introduce it as a seasoned pro traveling between dimensions i guess yeah but i don't know i i like that i guess we get more reasoning later on as to why tiki and kari are here in the first place but it it is beginning to feel super clunky that like they're doing all this stuff and like what are, what are the new digestion even here for you know what i mean yeah we but then we get a lovely dramatic entrance oh they talk about if the destiny stones are destroyed it's going to cause all of the universes to like spiral together basically into nothingness and it forms a rainbow oh no it forms it goes from being it goes from being a rainbow where yoli says oh a rainbow and it's like of course yoli says it's a rainbow sapphic icon so then we have an iconic entrance from izzy we do it's like hey guys they're like izzy izzy appears don't worry yoli got him a towel from kyoto which he has like a whole subplot It has like it's like a third, like a like a ten second subplot. But yes, Izzy ha- comes with an invention to help them track Black or Greymon using the D threes. Mm-hmm. Yoli is worried that Izzy doesn't like the towel, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, thanks for this cool invention, Izzy." And then Izzy's like, "How could I not with the thanks to the cool towel that Yoli got me?" <laughs> it's so silly. Um, Kari got mail, but 
uh, screw that. They're going. They're going stoning. That's Wait, what they wrote. Yeah, that happens, and then we don't. Yeah, we never figure out who her male is from. Yeah, it crossed four episodes. Yeah. What? I just remembered that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I mean, yes, you do. Uh, they say being mean to Davis is my next note. I don't really remember what they said, but I was like, God, leave fucking Davis alone. Yeah. They come across Black War Greymon in a desert biome, uh-huh. and the next Destiny Stone is at some sort of Aztec Mayan temple looking thing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It is cool, yeah. Ken and Stingmon appear, uh, and then RIP to the Destiny Stone. One down, four to go. He takes it out so easily. Yeah, Black War Greymon like, destroys that thing. But a mysterious silhouette appears in the wreckage, and it, Black War Greymon assumes that this is his foe that he is meant to fight. Yeah. Wait, one down for This was the first one he destroyed? No, it's, like, the first one down in this, like... Oh, okay, yeah, in this little... I think there's eight of them. I think that's yeah. the point. So we have some sassy mom and dad moments. Mummy Mon is kind of frightened by this huge silhouette of this mysterious figure. Mm-hmm. TK's being weird. He calls Black Wargreymon ugly. And I was like, why do you gotta call him ugly, though? He's like, where's that ugly beast or something like that? Yeah, I don't... TK is being weird and Cody's got to pray about it. This, like... Cody's having a lot of self-reflection and TK's, like, also being kind of annoying. Yeah, about... But Cody... Cody's, like, being confused about why TK's so angry. And I wrote, um, Cody clearly never saw the Barbie movie because he doesn't realize TK can hold logic and emotion and it does not diminish his capabilities. Yeah, um... But it kind of does. It does. (laughs) But also, like... Cody doesn't understand multitudes, which I think continues my autism theory yeah. of Cody. My boy Davis is so pure and dumb, is my next note. He's just like, <laughs> he is so full of love and dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, so the, I think they go back to the real world, and TK is sus of Cody's susness of TK's behavior. Yeah. And it's weird. Uberman clocks that T. Where, like, Uberman is like, you're upset about this thing, and, like, you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Then we have, oh, uh, TK and Cody is the worst pairing of DNA distribution partners, in my opinion. Yes, it is. Yeah. I agree. It doesn't really make any sense to me at all. Uh, TK... It, the only thing I can think of is, like, Cody is, like, a year younger than the rest of them, it's, and TK it's was younger. TK was the younger person, but, but now, now it's Cody. I think that's, like, the logic. I think also, like, we have somebody who contains them. Like, maybe this is this is the thought process. We have someone who contains such strong, different per- aspects of personality, and Cody doesn't have that. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. But again, it's, like, not written that way. Like, I think this is slightly better than Kari and Yoli, mm-hmm. because it's not about two girls. Like, it doesn't have a layer of misogyny over it. Yeah, that, okay, that yeah. And a huge Kari move. have. Yeah. But it's still pretty bad. <laughs> TK is having night terrors. Uh, still not over Anjuman's death and adventure, even though it was fine. Like, Anjuman came, like, Pat, like, Padamon came back, like, two episodes later as Poyomon. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really understand what it is. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, like, I get, like, the experience in that moment was. Yeah, but, like. But him, him being afraid of it happening again is weird. Yeah, it's not the, like. It's not the consequences that were terrifying. It's, like, the action that was terrifying. But the consequences should justify that the situation is going to be okay. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's kind of silly. I mean, I think that then that leads into some, like, moral questioning of, like, 
the value of life in terms of Digimon. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're in the digital world now on a spooky bridge in sort of like a mountainous Eastern Asia looking area. Mm-hmm. Um, DNA pairs are bonding. Yoli is very smooth with the ladies. She like spoo- like swoops in to pick up Kari, who kind of trips over on the spooky bridge. Uh, and the gang splits up to look for clues, mm-hmm. with the DNA pairs going one way, and then like Tiki and Cody going another way. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess they almost have assumed to talk about because like, well, when it was just a pair of us, they we able to DNA digivolve, so. Guess we'll push those two together to force a DNA digivolution. Yeah. But TK and Cody talk to Gabumon. Yeah, a king. A king, A king arrives. Yeah. Gabumon, once again, dropping truths uh-huh. about stuff. He drops that Black Warrior does have a heart because he talked to Agumon, and Agumon told Gabumon that anybody who like asks the questions that Black Warrior is asking clearly is not heartless. Yeah. So, um... We had some more moral, moral questioning. Like, is it really okay for them to destroy Black or Greymon if he does have a heart? TK doesn't seem to give a shit. Um, when I was like, okay, but like, we... Maybe we should give a shit. Yeah, like, there's straight up evidence within this team that bad Digimon can become good. Yeah, Stingmon. Well, not even Stingmon. Yeah, like Ken. Ken and Stingmon. Gatomon. Yeah. Like, Wizardmon... Like Pumpkinmon and Gatsumon were on the bad side of the of the conflict, but they became friends with TK and, and Cody. Like the whole and, thing with the TK and Matt. The whole thing with the Black Years. Yeah. So like I don't I think that they are just like I know I have some more issues with this notion later on that we'll get into. Mm-hmm. So then we move on to the other two DNA pairs find a destiny stone and they begin to take on Black or Greymon. Yeah. It's a pretty cool fight. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also weird because, um, oh god, someone's aim sucks. Pyodramon. Pyodramon's aim sucks, and then later he roasts Mummymon's aim, and like, bro. Yeah. Hot meat kettle. You were kind of shook with how little Black Raymon is compared to Pyodramon. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, whoa. I also get the vibe that this was this fight kind of implies that Sylphimon is a better fusion than Pyodramon. Yeah. It's working like more controlled. Yeah, Pyodramon's just kind of like I'm gonna wreck it with my guns, my yeah. like Gatling. Mom and Dad show up in the Black Warrior fight, mm-hmm. and they they show up and show out because Black like they they like definitely best Pyodramon and Sylphimon for a minute. Yeah, um, Arukanimon has a strong male game. Yeah, she like has her like. I just realized that she doesn't just have six legs. Her two arms are also supposed to count as her eight legs. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, I see you, Digimon. Mm-hmm. Um, but her her like leg legs have like metal points legs. at the end. And I'm like, oh, fierce nails, yeah. girl. And Moimon ha- has a gun. Moimon has. I you don't know. I don't find the gun as weird as you seem to find it. I find the leg braces very weird. Well, actually, I I kind of understand leg braces because he's just like bones underneath the wraps, so it's like he can't bend them. Like he, yeah. they have to stay straight or they'll break. So yeah. I get that, because he doesn't have, like, skin and muscle, like, protecting them, yeah. is my thought. But the gun is weird to me, because, like, mummies are from, like, ancient Egypt. So, like, why would he have, like... It's, okay, like, it's so not like, just, like, a bullet gun, it's, like, it's like an who's electric... A, who's a common rider bug man. Yeah. An XV-mon who was a dragon man with no pants. 
combine to form a dragon man lizard yeah no there is with guns i just yeah i think that the gun is cool it is cool it's like it's not bullets it's like an electromagnetic pulse thing snake bandage yeah you know though his waist snatched yeah oh hell yeah he doesn't even need to course it so so t and cody show up because apparently they went the same way as everybody else did yeah again yeah whatever um and they decided to jump in to fight, to help fight Black or Greymon and Moonmon and Arukenimon. Mm-hmm. And Padavan digivolves to Anjumon? Yeah. Because of the power of the stone or something? I guess. But then he digivolves again. Maybe? <laughs> so then Anjumon is also like, Black or Greymon is a disgusting visage of whatever. And, must, and like, calm down. Yeah. Or what is this, the Crusades? Like. <laughs> So then Anjuman digivolves to Magna Anjuman. Who's hot. I mean, his, like, Magna Anjuman is very, like, sensual. Yeah. Um, Sophimon and Payotraman kick mom and dad's butt. Yeah. Magna Anjuman is holier than thou to Black Oremon. Like, yeah. he is very much like, I must defeat you. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Now that's rooting for the villain. Like, I don't know. It's really frustrating for me to see it, like... I think this... I think this kind of always frustrated me after watching it for the first time, because I was like, Black Pokemon clearly, like, needs someone to listen to him. Yeah. Like, he's someone to talk to. Yeah, he, he needs therapy, like most men yeah. in this country. So, and other countries. Um, Magna Angemon, really strong. We remember he defeated Piedmon at the end of Digimon Adventure? Yes. But not as strong as Black Pokemon. No. Wait, is Magna Anjuman the reason that he, like, dies, quote-unquote, at the end of... Or no. No, it's just Anjuman. Right? In Zero One. It's like the whole thing with TK... The first adventure. Yeah, the first adventure, yeah. No, Anjuman... Like, Padamon did up to Anjuman for the first time to defeat Devimon. Devimon, yeah. Yeah. And that's when he, like, disappeared for a couple days. So then the silhouette of this mysterious Digimon appears again, and the kids see it for the first time. Because I think they didn't see it the first time. Yeah. I think they were still in the uh, regular world. So then the kids go back to crossing that bridge, and Tiki and Cody have a talk about the darkness or whatever. Well, when when Black Warriormon wins and destroys the stone and leaves, Patamon gives like the saddest line read in all of Digimon that I've heard but he's like I'm sorry TK I failed and I'm like it's okay Patamon you tried yeah for a good egg if only TK had said that to Patamon instead of like thinking that Patamon being safe is the most important thing yeah which like it's true like TK needs to communicate his feelings yeah so the kids are crossing the bridge again Davis is being an idiot um and then TK and Cody have a discussion about the darkness Mm-hmm. And, like, how Tika doesn't really hate the darkness, but it must be destroyed. And I was like, I, I think you definitely hate the darkness, TK. I think you need to- The first step to um, fixing a problem is admitting you have one. Yeah. And then we get dramatic, like, zoom freeze frame at the end. Yeah. So, that's episode 34. Mm-hmm. Pretty good start to our, our walkthrough. Well, it, it was all right. Yeah. It was all right. It's setting up yeah, the this, end of the arc. Yeah. This These episodes are, like, a good- yeah. I mean, this, that's the reason we did four of them this time. Yeah. We'll, we'll, also, we'll talk about it. I was going to talk about this upcoming episode 35, but I feel like 34 and 35, you kind of kind of condensed into one. 
I feel like there's like things that happen mm-hmm. in each that would have made more narrative sense to just all happen in one package. Right. We'll, we'll get there. So episode 35 is called Cody Takes a Stand slash Assault on Black War Greymon. Mm-hmm. And this one starts with a really weird reference for me. It's Momemon making a reference to fox hunting because they're like chasing, I forget which Digimon it's, but they're chasing some Mojimon? Digimon. Yeah. And he's like, it's like fox hunting, but without foxes. And I'm like, who is that reference for? Like, what kids are like, ah, yes, fox hunting season. I think a lot of the jokes were written by, like, the dads who were on the dub writing team. And, like, like oh, this is, like, stupid and funny. And, like, other parents will laugh at this. I guess. Like, but fox hunting isn't even really a U.S. thing. It's, like, a f- England thing, isn't it? Mummy Mon has, like, a British accent. He's, like, a refined He does, gentleman. yeah. Yeah. Which is funny, because, like, again, he's a mummy, so he probably so, should be, like, Egyptian. Well, I mean, he was probably taken by the British. Oh, that's true. Brit- Britain, like, is involved in England. So, Egypt, I, my first note in here is, I think, again, to do with, like, TK being like, I can't lose Patamon again. I'm like, you lost Patamon for, like, two episodes. Yeah. Um... So, mom and dad are hunting Mojimon in a snow biome, looking mm-hmm. for the d- Destiny Stone. Uh, our Kimon would sound a great insult. She calls them abominable snow brains. And I just liked it. It doesn't really make sense, but I was like, I'm here Listen, for it. the library is always open the, with our Kimon. It really is. Uh, the kids show up and kick ass. Yes. They, turns out they hid the Destiny Stone. Oh, yeah. From our Kimon and Mojimon. But Gla- Black Oregon shows up and... Um, proves that he cannot be fooled. Yeah. I cannot be defeated, but actually. Yeah. So, one more Destiny Stone to find the opponent, and then, because the opponent, like, appears again when Black Oh, destroys the silhouette. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, honey, we got a big storm coming, because he destroys the Destiny Stone, and it's like a huge thunder snowstorm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it gets, it's a blizzard out there. So, Davis... Is so mean to Digimon when they get back. Being silly goofy. No, he's being a big old bully. He's well, he's being silly because he's like, look what I have to work with when it's like the baby Digimon. Yeah. (laughs) And TK is not having any of Davis's business, and I'm like, it it literally makes so much more sense to me for uh, TK to be Davis's rival. Yeah. Like they definitely seem more like Matt and Ty than. Yeah, especially because they have their. If, like, if, like, every subsequent season of Digimon After Adventure is supposed to have a Matt and Ty equivalent, mm-hmm. then, like, Davis and TK being Matt and Ty makes so much more sense, literally because TK is related to Matt. Yeah, <laughs> and also, like, they have a flirtmantic triangle with, uh, I guess, over Kari. Even though I don't think that, like, Kari is interested in Davis at all, because I think she's fucking mean to him. Yeah, but they, bo- but they both still want Kari, is what I'm saying. So it's, I don't like, think part TK of their rivalry. shows that he wants Kari. I think that he is just destined to have Kari for some reason, because why not? So then, they're all going back home, and Ken has to take a longer way home because he lives in a separate part of the city than everyone else does, and it's a long way. They have to just, like, take a train and stuff. So Ken invites Davis over, or Davis invites Ken over for dinner, and then uh, it's a big, uh, it, it, and then he says, oh, you should just stay over. It's very cute. Yeah. And then it winds up turning into, like, Kari and Yoli are also joining them for mm-hmm. dinner. And then, uh, which I guess is, I guess is supposed to be some heterosexuality thrown in our face with, like, Davis and Kari and Ken and Yoli. I think it's more like it's Davis and Ken's first date and it's a sleepover. <laughs> oh, so cute. 
So then, oh, my next note is, look around. Everybody come to the Monomia house for dinner, except TK and Cody, because for some reason they can't make it. Yeah. I don't know why. That was also kind of random. And then we have a really sweet phone call. Oh, you, with, yeah, you cried. I cried. I cried where Ken calls his mom and says that he got invited to a friend's house for dinner and just the day of the night. And she is, like, so happy that he has a friend. Yeah. It is so sweet. I love Ken's mom. Yeah. And then... Bitch, that's June. Bitch, that's June. Bitch, that's June. Yeah. The Motomias are so excited to see, to meet Ken and treat him like a celebrity. Davis is a little jealous because, you know, that's his man. He's like, everyone's all up on him. But, you know, he's got to let his man shine sometimes. It's a delicate balance. Mm-hmm. So we figure out that Cody couldn't make it to this little meeting with the other Digidestined. Yeah. Because Cody went to consult Matt about TK. Yeah, and it has the vibe of, like, they're hanging out drinking beers. Well, it's like, <laughs> That's, like, the vibe of Matt, it. Matt, like, was at band practice and with his cool friends, except his friend is like, oh, if this kid is a better singer than you, Matt, we'll hire him instead. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, okay. But, th- but then they go out and they're, like, drinking soda and they're, like, leaning on, like, the, like, storage unit or whatever they practice in. And I'm like, I half expect Matt to, like, pull out a cig and light one up right now. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. kind of had that, that vibe. Like, if there was, like, different moral values to this season, like, Matt would be, well, Matt would be smoking some cigarettes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Don't smoke cigarettes, it's bad for you. Yeah. I'm genuinely... I mean, I'm... okay, Just Among Adventure Last Evolution Kizuna includes Matt and Ty having a beer, because they're, like, in their 20s now. That's, yeah, that's fair. And, like, Agumon finds pornographic magazines under Ty's bed. What? Yeah. That's... It's not, like... I mean, like... They don't show, like, explicit images, but, like, Agumon's like, what are these? And it's, like, Agumon holding up a bunch of magazines that have, like, girls in bikinis on them. Oh, my God. Okay, so, yeah, Cody goes to talk to Matt about TK, and Matt is like, yeah, and? Like, TK has trauma. What of it? Like, (sighs) and then Matt tells Cody about the Devimon fight. I don't know why this is so dramatic. Like, Patamon came right back. Yeah, it's, it was dramatic for, like, the audience, because they probably went, like, two weeks not knowing what's gonna happen. it was, like, crazy but like us watching it now and especially me watching it for like the 35th time it's stupid like you know what was more genuinely traumatic even though it's kind of the same freaking Wormon, like dying by ken's hand basically yeah yeah it really was like that was more dramatic yeah especially because like ken made chimera and Wormon was kind of all ken had yeah so like it went ken was in that moment like completely alone in the world where tk still had like his brother yeah. And all his friends, you know, whatever. So, um, get these kids some therapy, is my next note. Yeah. So, the Digidestin are bonding. Uh-huh. At, at, back at, um, Well, they're Davis's all, house. they're all bonding, because I also, I really enjoy, like, oh, they, they, Matt and Cody bond over being Digidestin. Like, mm-hmm. Cody is like, yeah, I would be pretty upset if anything ever happened to Armadillo Mon. Mm-hmm. And then they like bought. They like are you like yeah? We're pretty lucky to like have such good friends in the Digimon. Yeah. Oh, and also apparently TK's plans for why he couldn't hang out with Davis and them tonight were just to be at home because that's where he sees Cody. He sees Cody walking by his apartment. Maybe there were other. Oh, so wait, hold on. So I enjoy the mentor the mentor role that the older kids play in this season a lot because mm-hmm. we see like them delivering like words of like Ty is so much better as a mentor to Davis. Mm-hmm. We just see Matt mentoring Cody about TK and like 
we thought we've seen great mentor, like great like mentoring moments from Mimi and Joe. Yeah, and Izzy is like constantly helping them out. Mm-hmm. You know who hasn't done shit? Sora. She's never. They never put her in the episode because she's a so- woman and not Mimi. Oh my god. So Cody hits the nail on the head where Black Grandma needs help and friendship, just like Ken did. Yeah. So. Then we see then we see the part where we see TK on the phone with Matt being kind of a dick to Matt about telling uh, spilling his tea to Cody. Mm-hmm. And then he's like fine he's like a dick about it and then he's like fine with it. I don't know. It's very it's weird. And then we cut to the a little O2 dinner date. Yeah. With all the friends. Yeah. Davis's house. Yeah. And we learned that poor Roman had lunch with Tentoman. Yeah, and it was like and a we, lunch date. We what? decided it was at Panera Bread. Yeah, after we had a long debate about it. So then we um, <laughs> we cut back to the digital world where mom and dad are in a car accident. I keep forgetting for a second who you mean by mom and dad, and I'm like, what? Ken, mom and dad? And I was like, wait, no, digital world. Yeah. Our Kenny, mom and mom. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so they're like watching Black or Raymond. Who has a funny red animation. Yeah. He has a little boop, boop, boop. And then they say something like, he's their child or whatever. And then, like, Mummy Mom's like, I always wanted to be a papa. And Arkany Mom's like, you're not a daddy, you're a mummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another great line read. So I wrote, you're not a daddy, you're a mummy. Arkany Mom, March 3rd, 2001. Yeah. <laughs> the, control pi- the control spires are connected to the Destiny Stone destruction. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Then we cut back to the real world where Davis and Ken wake up in their sleepover. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Ken's up on the floor. He's like such a gentleman. Yeah. And then they get a call from Kari on the phone, courtesy of June, letting them know that Ikakuman and the boys are posted up as an underwater destiny stone. And then they head to the digital world and we see just that. Yeah. Uh, and we get an intro to Dolphmon because it's Ikakuman. Megasidramon, mm-hmm. and all these little Dolphmon. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on Dolphmon? He's cool. Cool guy. Helping out the team. Yeah. You know. You know who's not there and should be? Waymon. Waymon. Yeah. They really, like, are very odd about bringing back, like, the old characters. Because uh-huh. we still haven't seen anything from Ogremon. Yeah, and he was, like, a big deal. Because, like, it was pretty clear that, like, Leomon died, died. Like, yeah. He's dead, dead. Yeah. But we haven't seen Frigimon or Marimon or, like, any of the other Digimon. Like, we've seen Frigimon and Marimon, but we yeah. haven't seen, like, our Frigimon and Marimon. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, so. it is weird. Maybe Waymon was, like, on sabbatical or something, you know? It's just, it's just vibes, you know? <laughs> so... And they have two lines of defense, because they also have, like, a... Uh, they have this, like, water group to defend the stone, and they also have, like, a land team. Yeah, so they send Cody and Submarimon underwater to help down there, and then mm-hmm. it's Pyodramon and Sylphiamon and Anjumon on land to fight Black Orbrimon. Yeah, and they get their ass kicked. The water team puts up a way better fight. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, but I had a thought, too. So we see that Ikakumon is helping. Why haven't we seen, like, the other Digidestins Digimon help? Yeah, why? Like, Gabumon was there, but why wasn't Garurumon there? Yeah, and like we only seen we've seen Gabumon, we've seen Ikakumon, and we saw Agumon have like a really interesting conversation with Black or Greymon, but and we saw Tenchomon being like, "What's the Destiny Stone?" Yeah, but we haven't seen Palmon. 
No, except for when Mimi and Michael showed up. Yeah, but that was like so long ago. That was so long ago. That was like pretty good. That Ken. was just Ken. Yeah, yeah. Um, just just Ken. <laughs> so much culturally has happened. Yeah. Uh, who's the Oppenheimer of the digital world? Black or Greymon? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, and probably Ira Greymon actually, because she did create Black or Greymon. Wait, yeah, Black. So Black or Greymon is like the is, bomb. Is the bomb. <laughs> how I how I learned to stop work. How I. Stop worrying and learn to love Black or Raymond. Yes. 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 So, yeah, I think that that is interesting. But Black or Raymond still bests everybody. And then we get some, like, cute Bible imagery of, like, Black or Raymond splitting the Red Sea. Yeah, and, like, explicit references. Yeah. Someone's like, who is he, Moses? Jesus is like, who is he, Moses? And I'm like, whoa, okay. And then, um, I don't want religion in my game. One of them is called Anjaman. And there's an Anja woman. What? Wait, what? There is already religion in Digimon. Oh, I see what you're saying. We yeah. just had a whole thing about like Buddhism or like yeah. Sorry, Shintoism. I didn't realize you were responding directly to me. Yeah, yeah. So then we get the the title of this episode where Cody steps to Black or Raymond. Mm-hmm. He is like, you're gonna have to get through me to get to this Destiny Stone, it, and I don't it's even him, care. Him and Armadillo. Him and Armadillo. Yeah. yeah. And then we get Black Raymon flashing back to the image of the flower. Yeah, this suey-woo flower. And Black Raymon has a moral dilemma of, like, I can't, like, I shouldn't destroy this child. Yeah. And I had a random thought. Uh-huh. I was like, if this was, like, a regular, like, if they were just, like, all digivolving to their next form or whatever, mm-hmm. here's where we would get Ankylomon digivolving to Ultimate. Yeah. And I think Ankylomon is Ultimate based on some sort of, like, tank or, like, armored unit would be oh, really cool. That'd be so cool. Or even, like, just, like, a defensive, like, city. Like... I Yeah, that would be very cool. Like um, a fort. Like a whole fort. Yeah, and then Black Warrior destroys the Destiny Stone anyway, and they all have to flee. Yeah, um, Anjumon, I think, swoops in and grabs in them. to save Cody and Armadillamon. Yeah. And then Black Warrior destroys the Destiny Stone. And <laughs> then, back to the real world, we see that Cody appreciates the value of life, Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's as aggressive as TK. Like, it's not like all of a sudden Cody is like, we must destroy every facet of darkness. Cody definitely has vibes of focusing on defense and thoughtfulness, which could be the justification for his digiag of knowledge, but I think those qualities suit love a little bit better. I would agree. Yeah. I still think, I think like Cody should have gotten the crest of love. Yeah, I agree. Because I feel like Izzy pursued knowledge for the sake of knowledge. Yeah. Izzy cared about his friends, obviously, and used it in that way to help them. But, like, Izzy was always, like, super interested in, like, knowledge. It feels like Cody is pursuing knowledge because of love. Well, we see, like... We, we've seen that, like, Izzy had that whole episode where he gave up his curiosity, which was, like, a fundamental part of who he was. Mm-hmm. And when he got that curiosity back, that's what allowed Tentomon to digivolve into Mega Kabuterimon. But Cody, like, I don't think Cody, I don't think Cody is curious. I think, I guess maybe, like, in, in my mind, in my, like, rewrite of this season, working with the framework of what we had, not, like, what we could have had, maybe, but it would be showing more of Cody, like, gaining knowledge of the human experience in the world. And that would be the justification of him having the crest of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Because I think the crest of love also works perfectly well for him. And I think the crest of knowledge will work perfectly well for Yoli. Because why does Yoli have the crest of love? Because she's a girl? 
Yeah, I don't because know. she's like boy crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so we're moving on to episode thirty-six. Stone soup. Stone soup. Slash the Steel Angel. Shapuaman. Let me tell you something. This episode, banger. Yeah. Ten out of ten. So well, we, we discussed that there could have been nine. like four Destiny Stones. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 this feels a little long. Yeah. Oh, before we move into this, yeah. So when I was saying earlier that I felt like the last two episodes could have been combined, uh-huh. it kind of feels like the first episode. The whole point is like Cody's confused about TK being so angry all the time about yeah. this thing, and then the last episode also feels like it's about that. Yeah. I feel like the first episode they could have had that. He could have had that wondering like in the real world and then gone talk to Matt and then when they encountered one of the Destiny Stones like that's when it like everything like clicks into place for him or whatever I don't think we needed two whole episodes to get to this point because the only other kind of additional thing that's really happened is um Cody taking that like stand and like two Destiny Stones being destroyed instead of one which like I I feel like you can just destroy two destiny stones in one episode if you need to or whatever it, 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 yeah. it felt like kind of a like a rehash of the same narrative well the last episode had two like not the one we just finished but the, the episode 34 yeah it did have two destiny stones that's right one. yeah it just it just felt like the con- like 35 reached the conclusions that should have already happened in 34 so like the first half of episode 35 yeah. is kind of just like going back over what we just did well it kind of feels like the beginning part of 35 took place the same day as the ending of 34. Yeah. And now the like the rest of 35 is like the day after. Yeah. I think that they that they should have made it clear that there are eight destiny stones for eight to do destiny. Yeah. And like I get it. There's like an episode count and they have to meet certain whatever. I totally yeah. get it. But like narratively it was kind of like oh we're still talking about yeah. TK having like Cody spends like has like three different internal monologues about like why is TK so angry? And, like, it's just kind of annoying to, to like, sit through, because it's like, bro, he's angry because his Digimon yeah. went away for, like, He's also days. angry because he's, like, a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. But this episode. Mwah. 36. I think, I think it's also, like, like that is affected by us streaming it and being able to watch it all in one sitting. Yes, definitely. So, uh, we have Kari being a bitch again. Yeah. I have Davis shut the fuck up as one of my notes here oh i i i'm assuming what i meant by this is that she said something mean to davis and or like i don't know kari stop being a bitch uh, <laughs> and then we have ken is cleaning mm-hmm. helping us out clean love that yeah then i just wrote did you just end infinity war oh did you just end game that's what I said. Told Davis to shut up about because he was so mean about Ken having to like do something at his house. Yeah, help his mom. How dare he? Yeah. So in the digital world, Blackboard Grandma, and then he's mean to Cody about it too. Yeah, is destroying a shipyard. Momimon is jealous of Blackboard Greymon. Our Kenimon has no time for that. Yeah. Blackboard Greymon comes to them, and a KO'd Momimon revived by Our Kenimon cries for help. And then they cut to a Chinatown biome. Yeah. Well. Mummymon says he has charming class, unlike that guy. Yeah. Which is, I love Which is that. Which true. It's true, he does have charming class. He's a, he's a distinguished gentleman. Yeah. He probably smells rancid, though. I reckon he says a spider. Oh, true. She probably's into that. Well, she probably also smells bad as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. 
So, um, it's a Chinatown biome with the return of Digitamamon! Which is why this episode is a banger, because I love Digitamamon. It's a nightmare syndrome. Yeah. Mummy Mon? Maybe foot fetish. A foot guy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, he, he dated he, a lady who has eight of them. He, yeah, he's dated a lady with, eight, with six legs and two arms. Because um, she, she references that she needs new shoes, and he mentions her sticky feet. And says he loves them. Yeah. Mad. Then I stumble upon Digitamamon's restaurant selling Chinese soup. Yeah, with a with a maitre d. Which is ramen. It is a ramen bowl. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know, I could be ignorant to, like, the differences between Chinese and Japanese soups. So, I don't know about that. Um, it looks like ramen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's noodles in soup. Which is pretty common in a lot of Asian cuisine. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a maitre d', Tapermon. Why? Oh, I love Tapermon. He's so he very cute. He's so cute. And he has a silly little voice. He's like, you better leave me a big tip or I'll leave a fly in your wonton. Yeah. Which I was like, well, our anyone would be into that. She just asked for her soup with extra flies. Yeah. Which he, I think is actually very funny. He said, Tapperman said, workers' rights. Yeah. He said, girl, the strike. Girl, the strike. Uh, I think our, the bit with our Kenimon wanting extra flies in her soup is very funny. It is. It's, it's a nice little touch. Uh, no, I did not think it was funny. What? The weird, like, 45 second bit about oh. mineral water. No, hold on. Okay. So the digestin, <laughs> the digidestined, also show up in Chinatown. Yeah, they're rocking up. They're, well, they're tracking Black Orgrimmon. They're tracking Black Orgrimmon and the Destiny Stones. And then Yoli offers Kari some mineral water, and then Kari is like, when did you get so health conscious, Yoli? And then Yoli and Hawkmon go on like a sales pitch for Yoli's parents' convenience store, which I find hilarious. Well, I couldn't tell, because, like, they also show, it looks like a generic logo, but they show the logo of the bottle for, like, two seconds as well. So, it's like, did they just make a cartoon version of, like, a real brand of mineral water and are, like, that got sponsored this episode? Like, it's so weird. I think it's funny. And they even literally say, like, what is this, a commercial? And they all laugh, and I'm like, but is it? (laughs) So, Digi Chinatown is what TK calls this place? And I'm like, why? Yeah. Okay. So Cody is annoyed with everybody who wants to go and check out Digi Chinatown and like find something to eat because they smell the good soup. Uh-huh. And Armadillo Mon uh, clocks that tea once again <laughs> to say, but Cody, I love Egg Foo Young. Yeah, it's not tea, it's soup. Yeah. Well, there's not really tea. There probably Digi is Chinatown. tea, yeah, probably. <laughs> so, um, Ari Kenimon and Mummy Mon are loving the soup and they argue over the ingredients and Digi yeah. refuses to tell them what they are. Well, it's, like, it's an ancient Digimon secret. Is. Um, well, Cody also, when, when Armadillo says that, Cody says, like, he realizes that he thinks the reason why Armadillo Mon and Padamon haven't been able to DNA Digivolve is because Cody is too worried all the time. He's too serious all the time. Yeah, and everyone else is, like, having a goofy old time yeah. sometimes. He so he's ta- he, he promises to work on it by dessert. Bonded with TK that well, but I was like, I don't know, fucking Kari and Yoli smacked the shit out of each other. Yeah, that's true. And then it just evolved, and then like Ken was still uh, was atoning for war crimes when he did evolved with Davis. Yeah. So then the kids come to the restaurant, and there's a showdown in the restaurant. But not before a full minute and 30 seconds of Digivolution oh sequences. It's like seven of them. <laughs> and then one of them fails. Yeah, the DNA Digivolution. The DNA Digivolution of... Oh, hold on. Wait, I'm not done. Okay. 
so I mean, you know, that some of the art is much higher quality than others. Like, there are some shots of them that look, like, really good. Yeah. Of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, but first, we have D- DNA Digivolution, or not. Or maybe yes. Yeah, who knows? Hakma, or Aquilamon and Gachamon attempt to DNA Digivolve, but they can't because they're hungies. <laughs> Digitamamon and Tabermon flee, but are followed by Mom and Dad, who's shifted back into their human form from the mysterious ingredients. And then there's some, like, cooking fun time with the Digigestant. <laughs> Mom and Dad's car breaks down, and they discover a hot spring of soup broth, which is definitely the weirdest location yet in Digimon. Yes, definitely that. Digitamamon and Tabermon are defending the broth, Mm-hmm. But they are bested by Mummy Mon, who drinks the broth anyway, revealing the Destiny Stone. Well, they tell them not to slurp, and I wrote, slurp or no slurping. <laughs> Thanks. Then it cuts back to the Digidestined, enjoying some soup. TK makes a weird joke about MSG. Oh yeah, he does. Uh, which I was like, okay. Very 90s. Very 90s core of him. Yeah. Even though this is 2000. But it was pre-9-11, so it was still the 90s. Yeah. And then there's a little hint at the DNA digivolution coming between TK and Cody. And then uh, Black or Raymon is approaching because he knows where the Destiny Stone was found. Yep. Underneath the soup. Uh, Mom tries to drown Dad in the soup. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then Black or Raymon shows up and bitch slaps them both. Oh, and then um, they, Aru Kenimon and Mummy Mon go blasting off again. Yeah, they do. <laughs> And then finally, finally, there's more Digivolution sequences. Yes. Another minute of Another the show. Another minute of this episode is dedicated to them achieving their next form. Yeah. Which is like, um, totals up to like 10% of the episode. So I have a theory about the soup. I think that because the Destiny Stone was in the soup, it was the broth allowed for the, finally, the Digivolution of Ankylamon and Anjuman. Uh-huh. Because they have good intentions and are, are pure of heart. Yeah. And it caused Arikani and Mamimon to shift back into their weaker human forms because they are evil. Yes. So, I like that. I thought. I agree. So then they gear up for the final battle mm-hmm. face-off. Well, oh. Yeah. We're not there yet. Okay. And I said, final battle. Are you sure about that? <laughs> so episode 37. Wait, no. Oh, th- hold on, Michael. Episode 37 starts with, uh, episode 37 is called the Kyoto Dragon, or the gigantic ultimate King Longmon. But first, another Digivolution sequence. The Digivolution sequence ends last episode and then starts this episode. Yeah. So I figured we would just start it, start it with this part. Okay. So, Ankyulamon and Anjumon finally digivolve to form Shakuamon. Shakuamon, which is not spelled like that, but... Um, it's like Shakuamon. Yeah. It's pronounced Shakuamon. Yeah, they add an A in there. Just fun. Just for sillies. There's also a Digimon called Sayakomon or Shakomon in Japanese. Oh. So, like, I don't know. Maybe that's something to do with it. Maybe. But, um, what are your thoughts on Shakuamon? A little bit creepy, but in a cool way. It's yeah. Like, it's kind of, if if you know Pokemon at all, it, it, this is pre-Pokemon. This is before this Pokemon existed, I think. It looks a lot like Claydol, the Pokemon. It has the same basis as Claydol. Yeah. Like, the same... Like thought, like design inspiration behind it. It's massive. It's like made out of like stone or even like pearl. It, I think it's like metal. Okay. 
It has um, like because it that to me is like the part that's in Kilomon is like the big bulkiness of it. Yeah. Okay. And then it being a holy Digimon is um, Anjuman. Yeah, it's got like these big, huge eyes that don't have like it's th- like blank eyes. Like it's just kind of like circles on the face that don't change color. Yeah. So it's like kind of creepy. But it's cool. Research when we're not in the middle of a thunderstorm. Yeah. Um, and my computer's running really slow. Yeah. Oh, um, because of thunder. Yeah. Oh, thematic. It's going to be thematic. Yeah. So it's a big battle against Black or Greymon. Mm-hmm. Um, Black or Greymon angsts. Same stuff that he's been angsting for the past like 10 episodes. He's also like bleeding, like black. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, he, he takes big damage because Shakulamon completely bodies his attack. Yeah. And he takes big damage and he's like squirting like black liquid out of him. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, it's like oil. But I was like, he's not a machine, but he's also made of control spires. So maybe that's the yeah. what's happening. Well, he's also wearing like machinery. Like he's got like. He's got armor, but that wouldn't yeah. like, cause him to be mechanical. Yeah. It's it's weird. So then we have um, Kari's. Oh, con- maybe it's because his heart is black. Because it's consumed by darkness. I guess. So the heart's punting like black blood. Yeah. Pumping, not um, hunting. Kari's convenient and compassion corner happens again, <laughs> where she sees that, our, that um, Black or Greymon has been like hurt and he's like angsting, and she's like, oh, he needs like a hug or a friend. I can, I can fix him with friendship. I'm like, maybe you could be nicer to Davis instead of being a bitch to him all the time. Oh, God. Like, just because, I mean, he is annoying and has a crush on you, but, like, also, he is part of your friend group, and, like, stop being such a bitch to him all the time. Like, she doesn't have to fucking date him, but, like, she could be a little bit nicer. So while the Digimon are fighting, Kim, uh, the kids come up with a plan. Oh, Davis comes up with the plan. To move the Destiny Stones. But Mom and Dad have other plans. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, Digitamamon and his Nightmare Syndrome come to the rescue. With Tappermon, too. With Tappermon, yeah. yeah. Davis- also, one thing I noticed when they were, like, showing this, them making... They were, like, making this plan, and there would be, like, random, like, millisecond shots of, like, Pyildramon and the other DNA Digivolutions getting... and Shikulamon. Yeah, all of them getting their ass kicked. But, like, it would just be, like, Silphimon, like, landing in a tree that he just got thrown into or whatever and then would cut back it was kind of it was i mean it was like to show like that they're in the middle of losing so they have to do something but like the way they edited it it was kind of felt random yeah Uh, it was funny to watch uh davis has the idea to use the d3s to move the destiny stone Mm -hmm. so they all like hold up their d3s and point to the sky pointed to the destiny stone and many points of light rise up from the sights of the fallen destiny stones Mm mm-hmm the D3 is some... This is a lot of summarizing, because this episode is heavy with the lore. Yeah, it's a lore episode. Um, the D3 summon a rainbow light in dark clouds, and a myster- and the mysterious opponent appears in the sky. Yeah. Black he's Blue, huge. He's huge. He's like... It, his imagery is really cool, because like yeah. he, it's like a big thundercloud in, in the sky, like storms, and like there was a rainbow of light that shot up from the Destiny Stone that kind of like summoned every, the storm. Mm-hmm. And then like you see him like... Because he's a big dragon. You can see, like, parts of his body, like, looping through the thunderstorm. Yeah, it's pretty Very cool. cool. Yeah. And you see, like, like the last part, you see like, his head come up, above, above, like, in front. And then, like, you see his head, like, rest in, in the camera shot. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very cool. Yeah. So, Black Raymon angsts at him. And the mysterious opponent is not having any of Black Raymon's angst. No. The mysterious opponent's name is Azulongmon, or King Longmon, or Ching Longmon. It's 
Q-I. So I think that's Q- Yeah, uh, Chi. Chi Long, Ching Long Ma. Yeah. Uh, in Japanese. Uh, oh, I don't, uh, in, in Mandarin it's a Q. Because well, he's, he's got like Mandarin imagery. But they're all. Or Chinese imagery. All of the Guardian Digimon are based off of the four directions in the Chinese mythology. Yeah, so it's probably Ching Long Ma. Because so the Q Mon. in Mandarin is pronounced like a CH. Okay. Kind of. We'll get to them more next season. Yeah. They appear next season too. So, Azulong Man, guardian of the Eastern Hemisphere of the digital world and the keeper of the spheres of hope and light. What are your thoughts on Azulong Man? Uh, he's very cool. He's got really cool facial hair. He's got, got a like long, a big flowing flowy beard. beard and mustache. He's got um like four or six eyes. Yeah. He's also like kind of draped in chains and he's got, stuff. Like, ch- chains like ch- I think it's like chains like shackling how powerful he is or whatever. Yeah. Like, or containing how powerful. And he's he got is. like a very like I am a god voice. Yeah, and his body is see-through, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Azulong um, Mang is basically like shut up. <laughs> he's like shut up. Azulong Mang is um, the control spires are meant to seal Azulong Mang's power. Arukenimon revealed or um Azulong Mang reveals and then Arukenimon plot dumps some sassy information, and Black Ogremon is not having any of it. And Azulong Mang is giving Pokemon the first movie where he is tells Black Ogremon he must find out what his own purpose is. Mm-hmm. Which it's not like, but he basically says the the Mewtwo quote of like it's not the circumstances of one's birth that dictates who they are; it's what they do with the gift of life. Oh damn! Okay, Mewtwo. Yeah. So oh, and we get a name drop from Azulong Man. He says Jedi. He he named up a lot of people because he also kind of roasts Cody. He's like Black well, no, like you ask more questions he than says Cody. Jedi, and this is the first time anyone's ever mentioned Jedi in this season, yeah. which is bizarre. <laughs> which like another character that they haven't revisited. We haven't seen Ogreman or Jedi. Yeah, this whole time. Which, TK and Kari are the only ones who would even know who Jedi is. I think. Yeah, but like they haven't been like, oh, maybe we should find out where Jedi is yeah. this whole time. So Black Ogreman angst over the meaning of his purpose. Mm-hmm. And he goes off to disappear, and mom and dad follow. Yeah, he says his me. He says like, I I put in my notes. Black Wargreymon gains meaning from his existence. Smiley face. That meaning is to is to be hated and loathed. Sad face. Yeah, because <laughs> that's basically what he says. Yeah. Azulaimon drops that he is one of the four mega level guardian Digimon to protect the digital world. Mm-hmm. Yoli brings up the Kyoto lore she learned. From Sora's dad about the four guardian deities that guard the four cardinal directions. The four guardians were sealed away by the dark masters, thus leading to the, the summoning of Adventure to Destin and the events of the first season. But the four guardians were trapped beneath the seal still after the defeat of the dark masters. And how to take away the powers of the crests, Joe catches a stray from Azulama. Joe does, yeah. yeah. No, Joe gets arrested. Is he? Joe's like, well, now why am I in it? Yeah. <laughs> Izzy knew all about this, and Azulongman roasts Ty. Yeah, Izzy without brains would be like Ty. But he'd be Ty. <laughs> so so mean. Which means he's been watching them that whole time too. Yeah, but never bothered to help. Yeah, Azulongman explains why the Digimon regularly digivolved. The Guardians drafted new Digimon capable of armor digivolving and drafted three new Digidestin, being Davis, Yoli, and Cody. Mm-hmm. But the unexpected. What their like plans were the D terminals, which are capable of holding more than one digi egg. Uh huh. So that's why they got the other crests. Right. The crest of kindness was rebuilt into the digi egg of miracles. It was very difficult. They had to hire a professional contractor. 
we hear like Black Ogremon angsting again, mm-hmm. and Black and Azulamon wishes him well as he goes off into another portal somewhere. Mm-hmm. Azulamon must plant seeds of light to recreate the Destiny Stones, thus restoring balance to the digital world. Can mm-hmm. overwhelmed by the thoughts of the powers of darkness, and that they must they are probably going to have to fight and defeat powers of darkness constantly for the rest of their lives. Yeah. TK disagrees because for some reason um, all of this has led to TK realizing that light and darkness must coexist with each other. Yeah. Which I don't know, like fucking surprise to me that TK has this revelation when <laughs> all he's done is been like, we have to destroy Black or Greymon. His heart is tainted by darkness. I haven't recovered from my childhood trauma. Uh, hi fellas, did somebody mention the soul of darkness? Hawkmon. Yeah. Oh, hello, fellow, my fellow Digidestined. Yeah. Azulong, Azulong says that the light inside of the darkness is hope. Azulongman says after the defeat of the Dark Masters, Tiki and Kari were the ones that broke his seal because they had the past, them giving up their powers of hope and light. Mm-hmm. Gashamon and Padamon are able to armor Digivolve because the crests of hope and light are built different. The other crests are powered by what's inside the Digidestined's hearts. While the Crest of Light gives life to the digital world, and the Crest of Hope shines in the darkness. Once all the Zero Two Digidestins were united, they were finally able to digivolve regularly, so once Ken joined their team. Yeah. Azulongman warns of a bigger evil, roasts Davis, and then pieces out. Yeah. Davis says we'll keep one eye on the digital world, one eye on the real world, and our other eye on each other. And then Azulongman is like, oh... Well, you must be Davis. Despite him, I wish the rest of you the best of luck. <laughs> I wish the rest. He doesn't even wish David good luck. Davis good luck. Um, Davis can die. I don't really care. Yeah. Everyone goes back to the restaurant. It's very friendship. It, well, it's not because Yoli flips out about a fucking pork bun. Yo, well, Davis wanted the, took the pork bun that Yoli wanted. So How was he supposed to know that? Well, maybe he should have asked first. It's a pile of like eighty. They're all identical. It's very friendship. It's very like yeah. we're a team. We're, and then they get back to the real world. Yoli's still mad about the pork bun. They get back to the Davis real had world. one more than her. And um, Davis sees a vision of a control spire in Tokyo. So who knows what's going on there? Yeah, to be continued. Yeah. So, do you have any thoughts to sum up the, the, this chunk of episodes? My favorite in this batch is the stone soup because I love Digimon. And like the Chinatown thing was fun. It, it all, we watched it twice now and it makes me want Chinese food every time. Um, it's just, um, like I said, I thought the first two episodes were good, but kind of didn't need to be two separate episodes. Mm-hmm. Now this last episode is clearly like a lore dump, which we kind of needed. I'm not, I like, I like, and I buy parts of the lore. I think other parts of it are kind of like, Oh, okay. You know, well, Sure. I thought it wasn't really, like, a lore dump as much as of it was, like, summarizing the season thus far. Yeah, I mean, I liked that it explained why all their crests are important and stuff. I guess. I, I really didn't, didn't understand. Uh, exp- it only explained why TKs and Kari's were important and therefore better than everybody else's. Yeah. Which I was like, TK and Kari don't need more reasons to think they're better than everybody else. Yeah, they're else. already going to be the fan favorites because they're returning players. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> they are returning players. They are returning like, players, yeah. And then also, like, ugh. Why? Like, why? Do, why does? Why does he tell them there's like a worse thing coming well, up, like, and then not give them any details? That's, that's great. That's because it like obviously we, we know there's like tw- like twenty more episodes or like 
15 more episodes yeah. left in the season. So we know there's more evil coming, mm-hmm. obviously. But we also, like... Like, what? Black Orion didn't die, so we know he's not done. And Arukenimon and Mummyman didn't die, so they're not done either. Yeah. So we'll see what happens to them. I mean, I know what happens to them, but... Yeah, it, like, it's, it feels like it's supposed to be a conclusion to the arc, which I guess it kind of is, but it also kind of isn't. I mean, well, now all the Destiny Stones are gone, and our and Azula, like we know of the presence of Azulongmon. Yeah, and he's gonna replace the Destiny Stone, so it never really mattered anyway. Yeah, did you notice that all the Destiny Stones glowed the colors of the crests? No, I did not notice. That. Yeah, they glowed like because there was well, the one that went underwater was like a blue color or like a blue gray. So I was like, oh, oh. that's like Joe. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I wish that this was expanded upon more. I think I, I, I liked kind of the the more biomes that we visited in this. I mean, we've we've discussed that we've seen a ton of different parts of the digital world. It would have been really cool, um, for Azulaman to have been born on Infinity Mountain. Yeah. Uh, like, and have them visit File Island again and. I mean, I guess that's why we haven't seen, like, Ogremon in them, is that they haven't been to, like, File Island or whatever. You know what else they haven't been? Where? Railtown. They haven't been back to Railtown. Railtown. Yeah, Railtown. We need to go back. That's okay. Season four is a lot of Railtown. Oh, my God. Not, like, yeah, it's, you, you know what I mean. Railtown. Railtown. And then, I, I don't want to say it anymore, because I think that it'll ruin upcoming stuff, but. Okay. Yeah, don't. don't. It was, I like Azulongmon. He's cool. Yeah, I like him too. He's one good think, episodes. I think he could be a cool, like, mega form for Tapermon. Oh, interesting. No, oh, okay. I think a lot of times his uh, rookie form is Patamon, though. So. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, so we will be back to a more regular uploading schedule now that we took a little month off. Yeah. Do you want to uh, say goodbye to the people? We're saying goodbye to the people right now. What are you talking Are you okay? I thought you were going to be like, I'm Adam, or, or whatever. No, but we wish all of you a very happy whenever the heck it is you're listening to this. Yeah. And thank you again to everyone who reached out to tell me specifically. Because I do all of our social media and I am very active on Instagram. Uh, how much you love the podcast. I hope you keep listening. Yeah, we really appreciate I it. I hope you... Uh, thanks again to Do- at Donnie.mon for mm-hmm. all of his uh, hot gossip. <laughs> um, We will be covering... Ooh, we will be covering the movie eventually. Mm-hmm. We might end with that. We might have like a special episode where we watch Digimon the movie. Well, maybe, yeah. Uh, let us know if you want us to do anything else. Um, you can reach out to us at twogayspod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O-G-A-Y-S-P-O-D as in dog at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let us know if you want, like, would you be interested in us, like, Maybe we'll back us on like a Patreon sort of situation. Oh wow, yeah, we could. I mean, yes, we could. We could do because I, we really need to get a better microphone. Yeah, I yeah, and I that's expensive, and I work in a public school, so I yeah. don't have that kind of money. Yeah, um, that's the reality of being an adult, baby. Oh yeah. So I've been Adam. You uh, can find me on uh, at Two Gays Pod at Twitter. Um, I'm still calling it Twitter. Mm-hmm. Because Digimon villain Elon Musk will not get me. Yeah. And and I'm Julie Chen Moonves. Love one another. Oh, man. Another reason we've been gone is because Big Brother's back. Yeah. I'm Michael. Stan Suri. That's our hot take. 
it's a lukewarm take at best. Yeah, <laughs> Stan Sri um, said every Survivor maybe fan I'll, ever. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be tweeting from our podcast Twitter, um, giving uh, Big Brother Twenty Five players Digimon partners, <laughs> two gays in a Bigimon podcast. Yeah. Anyway, oh, there is a there is a player named Izzy. There's a player named Izzy, and there's a player named Matt, <gasps> and there's a player named Mimi. Oh my god! Wait! Oh my god! Wait, okay. Wait, real quick. Which one of the which one of the original eight did you just know to be the best Big Brother player? Not Mimi. Oh, I think it would be Mimi. No. Mimi would have the best social game. No, I think Mimi would complain too much about the house conditions and people would vote her out because of that. I think Mimi could go home first. I, I don't think it's Joe because I think he's too nervous to make a big move. I think Ty I think... is too obviously the leader and too hot-headed. I think it'd probably be Matt or maybe Sora. I guess Matt having the crest of friendship would imply that he has the best social game. Yeah, and Sora would be too loyal. Well, Sora would be the house mom who, like, Sora would go home in the jury. Like, and Chike wouldn't be able to win any challenges because he's too whittle. Mm-hmm. Same with Kari. And uh, then, am well, I forgetting Kari, anybody? Kari is best at everything, so she, like... Oh, Izzy. Izzy would be the best. No, Izzy would be, like, the, stra- the best strategist, but would be cut in, like, the double or whatever. Yeah, so it's probably Matt. It's probably Matt or Ty that would win. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're the best player. I think Mimi would be the best player because I love her. Because <laughs> you have a clear favorite. And also, um, that was her strength in the final battle against the Dark Masters. It was her social game. That's that's true. That is true. So Unless she, you know what? If she gang, makes gang. Those, if she makes that final two, she gets winning. Like the jury is absolutely they're picking for Mimi. Mimi because they respect the hustle. And they respect... They know a queen when they see one. Absolutely. Yes. They respect fashion. They respect... She's fashion. She's... And... and She's she's, fashion. She's fashion. But is she fashion? you can email us again at (laughs) twogayspod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O. And follow us on Twitter at twogayspod. Screw Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Smash Mouth. R.I.P. Smash Mouth. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Uh, Siri for winner in AFP. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. And all that bit of it Only shooting Come